Welcome to episode 233 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. We are now starting our look at the 11th and final season of the X-Files. The event season, or season 10, had wrapped up in February 2016, and Fox didn't announce that they were ready to renew until well after that, and the DVD and Blu-ray sales numbers were in. And even then, it took some time to get all the creative teams in place. So one of the announcements that came out is that, yes, Gillian Anderson, Chris Carter, and David Duchovny will be involved again, but Gillian Anderson did make it clear this is the last time. So if there is a season 12, Gillian Anderson will not be involved. So the first episode of season 11 premiered on January 3rd, 2018, Gillian Anderson made that announcement in October 2017, so it would have been fairly late in the filming process. And season 10 left off with quite the cliffhanger, where they were on a bridge in a traffic jam, Mulder was on the verge of death, she said the only way he could survive is with stem cells from his son, and it was a race against the clock while the world was dying. This episode opens with us discovering that whole thing is a vision that Scully is experiencing. And it was completely subjective reality. By the end of the episode, she is convinced that these visions are being sent to her by their son, William. But it still kind of rubs me the wrong way that this opens up saying, yeah, that season finale that we ended season 10 with, it was all a dream. And we had zero indication that that was the case watching that episode. To me, it felt like something of a cheat to write themselves out of a corner that they had written themselves into without a a proper plan to get out. With that established, moving forward, the agents do start to accept that, okay, things may be going on, we need to work on things here, we need to investigate, and there are multiple factions that are looking for William. Jeffrey Spender, who's had most of his facial features restored, as have his father, which... Chris Carter says is because of the alien technology that the cigarette smoking man has access to. That's what's kept them both alive and healed. He is accosted because he is the only one who knows where William is. He was the one that brought him through the adoption agency. And people are coming to him to find that baby. We also see an attack on Mulder and Mulder chases his attacker and follows him to... South Carolina, in Spartanville, which is probably not coincidentally similarly named to the Spartan virus that Scully is trying to prepare everyone to fight. And once he's there, he finds out that there is a second conspiracy. So the cigarette smoking man was supposed to be leading a conspiracy, but there was a division in the ranks where CSM wants to basically burn the earth down and build a new society ruled by a few particular hand-chosen elite while the other faction wanted to just get off Earth and colonize space. Both factions need baby William. So while Scully's vision was accurate about Rhea's involvement with the cigarette-smoking man, it's not completely accurate about the locations. When Mulder goes to the house that he's following them to, the cigarette-smoking man isn't there anymore. It's just the other faction, because CSM is back in Washington, and he's offering Skinner a deal. So Skinner has been offered that immortality and a chance to survive on the condition that he kills Mulder. 
because it's either Mulder or William. And here is where the cigarette smoking man reveals how Scully got pregnant again. In season seven, episode 15, he and Scully were on a road trip in that episode written by William B. Davis. While they were on the road, there was a moment where Scully passed out, was possibly drugged by him, and then woke up in a change of clothes the next day. And here, the cigarette smoking man says that's when she was impregnated, and from a genetic perspective, he is the father. Now, he did say she was impregnated with science, so there was definitely a violation involved, but not the worst kind of violation that could have been involved. But that means that Mulder, who has been ready to raise William, is not biologically William's father, so Scully's stem cell plans may not work, at least not completely, although since the CSM is Mulder's father, there may be some hope there. So this episode has an average IMDb user score of 6.5 out of 10, which is lower than I'd anticipated. I thought it was a good episode. I'm wondering how much of that is just the knee-jerk reaction from this episode saying, yeah, the season 10 finale was all a dream. Because I know that part certainly didn't sit right with me either. Now this was written and directed by Chris Carter. He's got three scripts left in the series, including this one. So he writes three of the ten episodes that we see in season 11. This episode introduces Barbara Hershey as Erica Price. She is part of the counter-conspiracy group. The IMDb says she is best known for Black Swan, Insidious, Falling Down, and 1114, most of which are from 1993 or later, but her IMDb credits go back to 1966. So I strongly suspect, after years of watching it, the IMDb best known for are the most popular projects that the person is in, rather than what that person is best known for. Because when you look at things like Tin Men and Hoosiers and others in her credit list, you know, Return to Lonesome Dove, Chicago Hope for 22 episodes, she's got a very impressive resume with 102 credits, to date, she is still active today. This is her first appearance on the X-Files, but not her last. Annabeth Gish returns as Monica Reyes, and not for the last time. This is the final appearance of Lauren Ambrose as Agent Einstein, and also the final appearance of Robbie ML as Agent Miller. This also marks the final appearance of Chris Owens as Jeffrey Spender. Anjali J plays the the doctor in here in her only X-Files appearance. She's got 22 acting credits to her name, is still very active today. The IMDb says she is best known for Night at the Museum, Secret and Tomb, the Power Rangers movie from 2017, Blind Dating, and The Age of Adeline. She also plays Selena in 11 episodes of Supergirl. A.C. Peterson plays Mr. Y., this is his first appearance in the X-Files, but not his last. He's got 187 acting credits to his name. He is still active today, which is not surprising considering now we're in the 2018 season. He is best known for his work in Shanghai Noon, Narc, Shooter, and Agent Cody Banks. William B. Davis returns as the cigarette-smoking man, and not for the last time. Argie Gennady plays the female paramedic. This is her only X-Files appearance She's got 14 IMDb credits to her name. 
as, at least as an actor. She's also written, directed, composed a short film called Fariad that came out in the same year. Her career, as far as the IMDb is concerned, starts in 2011, when this was her fifth acting credit. She is still active today, best known for Fariad, Arrow, The X-Files, and Running Behind. Harry Han plays the male paramedic. He is best known for his work in Star Trek Beyond as Kissing Guy, Dragged Across Concrete, The Man in the High Castle, and The Flash, where he plays Tech Number 2. He also has appearances in Colony, The New Twilight Zone, and other series. He's got 20 acting credits to his name, actually starting with his role in The Flash in 2015. He was Tech Number 2 in the episode Guerrilla Warfare and has been working steadily since. At the time of this recording in 2020, he is still very active. Naya Cummins makes her appearance in the X-Files as the nurse. This is her only appearance in the X-Files. She is very much still active today with 29 acting credits to her name. First credit is for R.L. Stein's The Haunting Hour in 2014. She is best known for her work in The X-Files, Altered Carbon, The Flash, and Colony. Sandy DaCosta makes a third and final appearance as the alien. Jeremy Schwetz plays his first and only X-Files appearance as the young cigarette-smoking man. He is still active today with 26 credits to his name, best known for his work in Jennifer's Body, The Man in the High Castle, Once Upon a Time, and Falling Skies. Fiona Vroom makes her first X-Files appearance, but not her last. She plays the young Cassandra Spender in flashbacks. We will see her again as a different character. She is currently active today and appears in Snowpiercer. She is best known for her work in Power Rangers, Altered Carbon, The X-Files, and Big Eyes. Jack Klein has 24 acting credits to his name, still active today. He plays the young Jeffrey Spender here in his only X-Files appearance. He is best known for his work in The Boy, Manny Dearest, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and Skyscraper. Alexander Campion plays the young Mr. Y in his only IMDb credit. This is also his only X-Files appearance. Erica Govier plays young Erica. This is her only X-Files appearance, and she only has two IMDb credits, the other playing an aide in an episode of Van Helsing from 2019. And finally, Miles Robbins has an uncredited role as the boy who is working with Scully or experiencing things as Scully experiences them. We see cuts between her and this boy jumping up and holding his head. He is uncredited. They don't list his name on screen. Scully, at this point, believes he is William. I'm not going to spoil whether or not she is correct. But this is his first of three X-Files appearances. He is still active today and is best known for playing this character in the X-Files, as well as roles in... Blockers, Halloween, and Daniel isn't real. So at the end of the day, it is an entertaining episode which does seem to be setting up a new conspiracy that pulls a lot of the past threads together. So it does feel like the premiere of a season that is written to be the final season, bringing the whole series together once more. So as we are covering the rest of the series, please remember go to our website. You should be able to find a link directly in your podcasting app and leave us a voicemail saying exactly what The X-Files has meant to you for inclusion in our final podcast 
coming up in April of 2022. Join us again in two weeks' time when we take a look at this. And finally, thank you for listening.